0: I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. You know where to find me on Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Snapchat, Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can get all of our shows, our Street Soldiers programs, both radio and TV on LisaEvers.com. What we're focusing on in this episode is an issue that affects both men and women, boys and girls, and many people throughout their entire lives body image stereotypes how many people can really say i feel good about how i look i'm happy with where i'm at i feel really proud of how i look and confident every time i go into the room or go to work or go to a social function and meet people a very small percentage, that's what we're thinking. Because what we're seeing in our society is teen girls starving themselves. On the opposite side of the spectrum, we'll see people putting injections into their bodies to have certain kind of shapes without even knowing what they're doing. And then from starvation to overeating to the childhood obesity epidemic, it seems like here in America, we just don't know what to do about this whole body image issue. Then there's the issue of body shaming. Then there's the bullying that comes about for children who are overweight or perceived to be overweight. So we're going to talk about all this with an amazing panel, all aspects of it, both the psychological pressures and what you can do to improve yourself physically. So let me introduce our panel right now. Joining us, LaShawn Paul. She's a licensed clinical social worker. Her website is socialworkdiva.com, and she's also a mental health advocate. LaShawn, thanks so much for being Thank with us. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Also with us is Supernova Slam. We call him hip-hop's medicine man. He's a hip-hop artist and He's also a health and wellness expert and author of the book, The Remedy. Supernova, great to have you back.
1: Salute. We're happy to have you.
0: Also with us, you have seen her face in many, many ads. You've seen her on TV, her images out there all over Instagram and social media. She's one of the most famous plus model she's a top plus model she also is a business owner life of a working model boot camp the one and only lyris cross thank, thank you so you. much for being with thank us thank you for having me i really appreciate it um LaShawn, i want to start with you the pressures that people feel are these real are these imagined are these self-imposed or is it because of society uh, Part of it is
2: some of these images are just really imagined, right? Everything is really our perception of body image. is literally just the thoughts we think about our body. And depending on if it's positive or negative, um, that's just really just our own feelings. Um, and there is some form of reality involved in it um, because it's just kind of necessary to just figure out who we are and how we fit in society and these thoughts, how it really
0: affects us. And Supernova Slam, we talk a lot about women and, you know, women obviously have been concerned about this issue for a long, long time. Right. And yet now the guys are getting the pressure and getting the heat, too, because what used to be he's a big guy or he's right. just a big dude is now like he might be an unhealthy fat guy.
1: Yes, uh, in my community at uh, wellnesssalute.com, a lot of people ask me, what is the first steps to take for health and wellness? And I say it's a mental strengthening attitude. You have to love thyself. That's the first cornerstone of health and wellness, and I t- whether it be the male, men or women. You have to have what we have to establish a conversation of do you love and appreciate yourself. Then from there, I can help them build a nutritional program and to, to complement that attitude and you know and give them an opportunity to grow and develop in that in that stance. So it starts with that you first, you know, in the mental attitude you have for yourself, regardless think,
0: of what's out there. Because in yeah, because a lot of
1: times people uh, what they do is they try to go for an external standard right and they chase that and so they go to a diet they go through like a back and forth yo-yo and end up four or five years in the same place so if you start with self-love and appreciation and you grow from there and you can actually complement health wellness and motivation around those principles then you can see a turnaround
0: Liris cross he's talking about an external standard and boy was that prevalent in the modeling field oh definitely it's always prevalent we're
3: always judged on our looks and um even in the modeling world there are standards there's height standards there's uh, proportion standards there's measurement standards so even in my industry we we definitely still have to live up to a standard
0: and what about as a plus model what have you encountered have you have people said to you why aren't you why don't you just become a regular model or do you think plus models get the respect they deserve
3: well I, we get a certain amount of respect mm. I think the tide is changing where our world is changing where we're starting to embrace different body types a lot more now but um, a lot of times people just think plus model and they think either you're morbidly obese or oh you're just um, someone who doesn't care about your body which is not true most plus models they care about their health most plus models work out um, take care of our bodies because we do have to be proportionate and we have to have Good skin, uh, great bodies, and we. You, I, I'm a big believer in that. You can be plus size and still be fit. Yes, that's
2: right. And um,
3: yeah, I think a lot of times our society does not know that, but they're starting to know that through all the different bloggers and models who are now taking starting to
0: take over social media. Yeah. Supernova so Slime, what about that? Can you be? I mean, this is a question. What's where do you draw the line between? You know, being plus size or being a certain size and being fit and being fat and unhealthy.
1: So we're we're all different body types and different structures and di- different genetic um, compositions. And I feel that, you know, if we can encourage people and empower them where they at, and they're motivated to do some type of physical fitness, you know, our bodies are meant to move. That's what we're, that's where we constructed. So empowering them where they at. And helping to let them know the fundamentals like hydrating your body daily. Your body's 80% water. So the more water you have in your body, the more um, fruits and vegetables you have that have water in them. Allow your body to be in an alkaline environment, a more healthy environment. So just the basic applications of those things. Someone has to find their own root of what sparks in them. And I think that if we encourage people where they're at, whether they're thin, whether they're middle size or, or plus size, and we can give them that encouragement, a universal encouragement and love, then that will be a motivating factor. And and I and I agree with everything sis is saying is that um you shouldn't just be judged just to, you know based on the physical appearance. Some people are smaller physically, but they may have some emotional heaviness weight. So they may they may aesthetically appear to be all that, but they may be dealing with some other emotional things. Whereas someone may have maybe a little more heavier on the side and may have a different mental attitude. So I think that we can learn from each other regardless of the phenotypes and and how we may show up. LaShawn, what about that? These stereotypes
0: because there was a thing of if you're fat, you're lazy. If you're not Mm -hmm. skinny, you know, if you're skinny, you're healthier, which isn't necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. If you're starving yourself, you know, starving Mm -hmm. yourself to do it. But also what we've seen, especially with the girls, it's like younger and younger girls now are worried about their, you know, worried about their weight.
2: I think what you pointed out was exactly the big myth, right? Mm -hmm. Is of that, if you're fat, you're lazy. And I've seen, I've, like through Black Girls Run and other different organizations women who are plus size or larger who are running marathons mm-hmm. compared to other people who aren't necessarily physically fit at, at a smaller level right. um, and I think one of the big things is actually really finding their why and understanding how is it that they want to be healt- healthy and right. what wellness really is yes. um, and it's a necessary part is to kind of deprogram that and not necessarily marginalize the plus size community yeah. I embrace them and teach them wellness and teach our kids is that from a much earlier age, how to stay active and engaged.
0: Liris, what about our society's standard of beauty? Because we saw the first Sports Illustrated mm-hmm. uh, co- cover plus size cover model with Ashley Graham, who's mm-hmm. a motivational speaker as well, and she's out there talking with I people. It was great, and mm-hmm. also with yeah. the di- and, and also embracing the different ethnic concepts of beauty and racial concepts of beauty. Do you think we're making progress? We're definitely making progress. Now,
3: I'll say. Um, I don't want to see our world do one Sports Illustrated cover with a plus model and then 10 years from now we don't see another one Till then. We need it to be a consistent thing where it's every year now Sports Illustrated should have a plus model in their swimsuit issue. It needs to be consistency across the board. And not just like a little uh, and not marginalization. Just, yeah, why, why is there? Oh, OK, we're going to do a curvy issue once a year. If the average American woman is a size 14 Mm. That means most of the women cannot identify with the magazine, Mm. with the models that they see in magazines Mm. daily. So why would you uh, put them into one issue a year where they can say, oh, okay, great, I can
0: buy clothes from this company. That's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. There's just so there's so much more to it. So much more to it. Coming up, we'll find out what our panel has to say about your mental attitude and your physical state of health. That's coming up next.
3: Yeah, yeah. What up, what up, what up? This is Styles Peter, Ghost and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost Told You So.
0: Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Joining me for this discussion and episode on body image stereotypes, LaShawn Paul. She's a licensed clinical social worker. Her website is socialworkdiva.com and she's a mental health advocate. Also with us, Supernova Slam. He's hip-hop, Medicine Man, a hip-hop artist as well. His website is wellnesssalute.com, and he is the author of the book, The Remedy. Also joining us, you've seen her face in many places, many ad campaigns and magazines. The one and only top plus model, Lyris Cross. She's also a business owner. Her business is called Life of a Working Model Boot Camp. I want to talk about that issue of the size 14 mm-hmm. being the average size of the American woman. Mm-hmm. You would never know that from looking at
1: never ads. Never know that. Yes. Yeah, yes. you would never know
0: yes.
3: that.
0: Yes. I mean, just imagine when you go to
3: a store. And then when you go to a store and they either stop at a 12... Or they stop at a 14 and then is that 14 european cut or mm. is an american cut because i go into stores and people say okay yeah you're on the smaller side of plus yeah but i can go into a store and look for a size 14 and it not fit me because of the size of my boobs or the size of my butt so it just goes to show you we we have to show more uh sizes we need to pull out the size ranges and uh, accommodate women across the world. And
0: do you think it needs to be integrated into just the regular mainstream of images? So it's not just like you you have this separate section that's yes. plus models I, that we I, need exactly. to be more realistic. It, needs, exactly. to, it Absolutely. needs
1: to be more universal. I think women have more pressures than men. Men show up more universally in Western culture in their different manifestations. And it's celebrated. You, you know, you have women that celebrate Plus size men, and it's cool to have that, or, or, or slender sized men, or muscular build men. So men have more a diversity of celebration, and women have, in my observation, my humble observation, women uh, seem to be more pressured to fit certain type of ideals, you know, of beauty. And I think that um, if we begin to celebrate everybody in their power, again, it's it's about, it's about mental health. I think that's the first thing we were talking earlier about um, with people's thoughts inside. And your first killer is your is your mental attitude to yourself. You know? No, exactly. And yeah. you're talking
0: about mental health. LaShawn Le- Paul, is this a form of narcissism? Because it does seem like everybody's obsessed about something.
1: Mm. I think With their body, with their with their, look, yeah. whatever.
0: I, mean. I think we
2: are just like so inundated with images in regards to physical fitness just in our society. And like the fact that we a lot of people don't know that the average size for a woman is a size 14 is part of the issue. Because we're not really seeing the images that really affect the way we're socialized and what we necessarily are taught about ourselves. And how to love ourselves and what we believe, um, and that just goes back to having a positive body image and just accepting yourself for really who you are, and not to say that you don't want to make yourself either smaller or healthier in that in another different way, but to just start where you are and move from there. But what,
0: what impact has social media had on the way that mm. that women in particular perceive themselves? Because you know we saw everybody from the the woman <laughs> called Fit Mom that had the six pack abs and the three little kids, and she's like, "What's your excuse?" Right. And you know to, to all. The, to all the Instagram the Instagram yeah, models that right. are out there showing off pretty much everything.
3: Oh, waist trainer, detox tea, yeah. everything. Um, I, I'm actually going to focus on another point of social media. There are a lot of women who are coming out and they are embracing their bodies at whatever size they are and they're posting it on social media. And it amazes me sometimes how we see men and women react to those images of fuller-sized women and it, and it's like they're so used to seeing the girl who's in the waist trainer and who's got the booty injection and who's been under the knife a million times that they can't even realize what a regular woman looks like mm. what she grows into oh, be. Oh, that's an excellent mm. point. Yeah. And um that's the part that's scary. To me. Because we
0: don't have we have these unrealistic images, totally yeah. unrealistic. Supernova Slam. What about the extent that people are going the the kinds of things? Some of these crazy diets. Some okay. of these so, some of the you know the, the injections and mm-hmm. just people just going places and not really knowing. Again,
1: it's an external journey that um, over time you know you're gonna have to always face back to yourself. Like again, I tell my community all the time, you know, you have to take a a self accountability. You know, and again, if you love and appreciate yourself, begin to learn to do that, you know, because sometimes we may not know what that may be coming up in certain households, certain type of cultural and social constructs. You may not love, know what self-love is and you may, may be a taboo, right? So nurturing yourself and treating yourself kindly and, and understanding the mental fortitude has to go into your health. One thing I want to address also about the state of nutrition in this country Bill Clinton a few years ago said uh, when um, to Oprah in an interview that this would be the first generation where the baby boomers will be burying their children. Hmm. So we so whether you're big, small, or whatever, our generation, so called the hip hop generation, we have to take keen to doing some type of commitment to our health and wealth because we just lost Guru, we just lost Fife Dog, right? You know, we just lost um, Sean Price. Uh, so brother Sean Price. We we lost um, uh, brother uh, Nate Dog who had. Uh, uh, three heart attacks before he passed. So these black oh men are not, who are hip hop artists, prominent hip hop artists, are not living to be fifty. And so, we, so it's and you're it's saying, saying that a lot of it may be healthy. No cardiovascular health, heart failure. I mean, forty five. I mean, you you think That's crazy. You know, my my father is is in his seventies. You know, my grandmother is ninety three. So when we talk about um, plus size women in America. 40, 50 years ago, they were on a non-genetically modified diet. So you, most of them were on, you know, from the farms, raised in the South. So most of the food were organic. My family comes from the South, and most of the food that they grew up on were organic foods. Even the meats were not inoculated with all types of chemicals and steroids. So America, 16, 60 years ago, um, when you looked at different sizes of people, were more healthier than our because, of the,
0: because of the nature of the food yeah. What about but, but mentally healthier too Do you think
2: LaShawn? I believe food ha- plays a big impact in mental health um, Like I do a lot of holistic um, Means in yeah. incorporating Food for diet and exercise Within my practice yeah. And like for in order to Better ourselves just as a society One it really does start with the food And necessarily in just the way our, bi- our Body chemically processes Just even energy and thoughts yes, yes. Um, It's very important
1: and you know, uh, we're not to cut your point. Just to add to it, real quick, um, most of us, just generally, whether we sm- appear smaller or bigger, um, we're addicted to sweets. So the sweets we have to, the biggest legal drug on the planet is processed white yeah. sugar. And most of us eat, overeat on that, is because emotionally there's something in our life that we want to fulfill. So if you can address why you keep going back to that same thing that does not benefit you, that right? Bar with robs comments. you. If you can find <laughs> the root of psychology, the yeah. mental root of why but you go there. they've
0: proven they've proven that there's a chemical connection that if you what something in chocolate makes right. you
1: feel really good, right? So, but but so then you have to address. What, what are you what, lacking? Yeah, what do you lack? What, what's the easier? trigger? What's the trigger?
0: Yeah, it's easier right. to What I'm supposed the to pick up part. some broccoli
1: instead of a well, chocolate bar. Well, maybe not broccoli. A banana. Well, well, you can have your, bro- no. your chocolate bar Listen, but in moderation. In moderation, <laughs> but, but I really want to focus on uh, again, um, the trigger. See, because if we don't address oh, the, the emotional trigger. The emotional yeah, trigger. Okay, let's let's talk about the emotional trigger. Bigger. I think we judging people on the appearances, but people are dealing with some serious internal things. Emotional triggers.
3: Lyris,
0: what do you think some emotional
1: triggers?
3: definitely i whenever whatever we do on the outside is definitely because of something that's going on the, on the inside so we always need to look at the root cause of what is causing us to do whatever it is on the outside right. cuz our outside manis- manifestation is only about what's going on on the, on the inside just like if you are breaking out in your on your skin It's because something's going on on the inside that you're not dealing with. And sometimes it's emotional stuff. Sometimes it's stuff you're eating. But um, I know someone who went through just stress and then she realized how her skin was getting bad and all these other things just because of stress. So if if stress can have that much of an effect Mm. on you... Mm. On the um, inside, going out. Imagine all the other things that a you're going on. No, right? no absolutely. Yeah. And they prove it again.
2: Absolutely, but the biggest trigger in regards to all of everything. And like
0: however, in there's scientific leads,
1: studies, yeah, and
2: it literally leads to almost every different disease that you're talking about, which is heart disease, stroke, mm. and all this. It's a precursor for a lot of those things. And people don't know and aren't taught really how to manage stress. And even they're mm. kind of um, silenced, even when mm. they mention that they're stressed out. They're like, it's just work. It's just regular day life for. Everyone is an individual, and everyone necessarily deals with it differently. Um, I, I, so we they, need to be more
0: sympathetic yes. to, to people when they're more compassion, more compassionate. I always say, say that,
2: if we, if
3: our world had just a little bit more compassion for everybody, our world would be a different place.
1: Yeah. So to talk about stress. You know, um, I work with this um, a group of young um, girls um, and boys, but mainly young women. I speak to um, from this group called the Future Project organization. I, I work with. And most of the young women dealing with social stress about body imaging. And they always come and say, okay, supernova, I want to be, I want to eat better, I want to be fit. And then they say, but. And so when you so I said, okay, let's explore the but. What's the but the but is I I am to this, I'm Mm -hmm. to that, or Mm -hmm. I don't. So the but I am in in um and uh I don't have a lack, right? All of those accumulations mentally, I'm realizing before I deal with the student as far as giving her or him a a wellness plan to encourage them. I have to work through some psychological yeah. things. Mental inadequacy. Yeah. And I want to talk and, about and, that. We and, 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 and need re, to re-empower bro- them about their body, like okay, that's so what I said. It's, gonna gonna it's gonna a mind-body love, love who you are in this state. Before, let, before we begin then the journey of your the health you're trying to take, right? Let's have the journey of love and appreciation. So uh, you know I'll take the students to a ritual of uh, loving your skin, your your eyes, your nails, your your face, your nose. Right now. Let's celebrate you right now. Right, and let's start in the thing. we can use that to journey you for the, yeah. Okay, yeah. We're gonna, yeah hold yeah, go that ahead.
0: thought, Lyrus. Um, when we come back, I'm going to ask our panel, are we in danger of becoming a nation of people who believe we are not good enough as we are, and what impact will that have on our future? That's coming up next.
1: What up? This is Trey Songs, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97.
0: Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. What we're focusing on in this episode, body image stereotypes, and we've got a great panel breaking this all down for LaShawn Paul, she's a licensed clinical social worker. Her website is socialworkdiva.com and she's a mental health advocate. Also joining us, Supernova Slam. He's a hip-hop medicine man. He's hip-hop's medicine man. He's a hip-hop artist. His website is wellnesssalute.com and he's the author of the book, The Remedy, because he is a health and wellness Expert and I would say advocate in our communities. Also with us, Liris Cross. You have seen her in many places: magazines, ads, ad campaigns, television, even film. She's a top plus model, and she's also the owner of the business Life of a Working Model Bootcamp. So I want to know: Are we in danger of becoming this nation of people that don't think we're good enough, and yes. that we're that we're, junkie, <laughs> we're junkies for the next diet, mm, the next mm. procedure, the
2: next. Are we? Yeah, I, a part of it is I think we've always been that nation. It's just mm. more visible because mm. of social media. Wow. I think the 24-hour feed online is what really has us more obsessed. Wow. Um, but we've always been that way. We just had to wait for a magazine to come out in mm. order to find a, something to attain to. But now people have it
0: on their uh, phone yeah. right there. And
2: it's unfortunate because there it makes it a constant, it, the compulsion of it is really what necessarily happens um, as a result.
0: Lewis, talk with us about the what's done with models images. When you're in a campaign, there was a conversation controversy with the the you know the pop superstar singer megan trainer where she was you know her image in her video they gave her like a super skinny waist she's curvy and she's she's always speaking Mm -hmm. like i'm proud of my curves Mm. and that type of thing what's done like where do we draw the line between what's acceptable and not acceptable in terms of manipulating the image
3: well look i've been a model for quite some time so i believe in retouching but (laughs) I also believe that you shouldn't over-retouch where it looks... Like you put my head on somebody else's right. body. It should be natural retouching, taking out little blemishes, stray hairs, stuff like that. But when we start Are you looking to at me right now, I got <laughs> the, you look beautiful the dark circles. I got no, the stray hair. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, when when we start to fudge that line where we're making unrealistic expectations, and I can go outside and then somebody sees me and they're like, she doesn't really look like that in person. That's hmm. where that's where it's becoming a problem. We need to be a little bit more
0: realistic about things. And Supernova slime in terms of hip-hop, the hip-hop images, because there was an era, I mean, you, you think back into the you know the 90s, what some call the golden, what Rob Markman called <laughs> the uh, golden era of hip-hop, right, right. you know, notorious B-I-G. Right. You had, um you know, and big pun, may rest in peace. Yes. You know, talk, talk about health issues and weight issues, but now it seems like a lot of the rappers, you know, the first pictures come out, and then by the next time, they're, you know, they got the muscles, they got the six-pack, they got this they got that is that a new pressure on men
1: um i feel this it's, it's two things it could be a pressure on men because more men um now i think are taking some type some form of training seriously because of health so some men are just a little further ahead than others right and i don't think now so now in the fitness community you have different builds and so just how, like, how y'all talk about in the plus-size community, women can have, like, different perceptions of each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to encourage all men who, their structure different. Some men have different DNA structures. So their body may hold muscle a little different. Your testosterone may be a little different. Like, you have, like, maybe a, a, a eight-time Olympian, like a Ronnie Coleman, like, who looks like a, a monster from another planet, muscular. Then you have <laughs> somebody like Bruce Lee, who's cut, you know, more, more, more cut and defined. So you have different types of male bodies, and I think that, all men, um, and especially in the hip-hop community, because we lost about—we're at 10 now. 10 prominent in the last 15 years of MCs that have left the planet be- before they were 50 because of health disparities. Wow, 10, 10. MCs, 10 MCs. So I think that we should encourage each other. My thing with the brothers, wherever you at, even if you're not necessarily trying to get on a path of um, Green getting muscles and, and stuff right. like that, cardiovascular health is important. You know, do some type of jogging, some type of running, even martial walking. arts, even walking, walking, but intentional walking. Even so dancing. Dancing, yeah. intentional movement. He so like, like, like you're, you're clear that you're committed. And if it's 15 to 20 minutes a day, you may do some sit-ups in your house, push-ups. You can't get to the gym. You know, give yourself you about 10 sets something of something the- just to get your cardiovascular health going, get your mental attitude fortified, and get out here and do something. And I think, so my thing is, I would love for more men to be more physically fit. But wherever you at, you know, begin your path of wellness wherever you at, and and also to a social media point, we need to start forming communities of, accountab- of, of accountability without judgment. So you you know you you encouraging more more of each other. You know, somebody if 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 I, if you see this has a strength that I don't have, right? Her strength maybe inspire my weakness to be better. You know, so so so, of- so
0: when somebody says, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run in this five k run," and they're they're really obese. Instead of making a joke about it, and join We're going, going to be encourage running him. to the refrigerator. I wanna, you know, join them. Join them find, and, ways, find
1: ways to join them and so you know what? them. My friend in Philly is going to do that race um, for because she's one account, you know, kind of obesity. Right. So guess what? I'm going to get a, a, a community together. We're going to we're going to blog a people. And, and in New York and we're going to support our sister there to encourage her that we we stand in solidarity and with to help you. her get rep- but, but, so so
2: so because Community though, right, also because right, right. Black girl, girls run is something that is now becoming national. Awesome, right, and there awesome. is a community where it's, no girl our gets left behind. I love that. So then, I that's that. important. That's important. And, and they them at every like level, level, of level, of level, of yeah, level. Yeah, to yeah. mention like muscles in our community. A lot of people hear about all the other eating disorders, from bulimia to anorexia. Right. No one ever talks about muscle dysmorphia, mm-hmm. and that's what affects our men. Uh, Explain even more what so. that is. So it's the idea that I need to build muscle mass, right. and it's the obsession with it. So it's not this. That it's attainable, but it's something that I need to have, and that's the overuse of steroids and other different means that aren't necessarily healthy to get. And that, you don't
1: right? have to, you don't have to use uh, steroids and those means to actually develop and strengthen your muscle for men. You know, you know, we naturally have testosterone in our well, body. Well, look at look
0: at your physique. Well, well, I mean, this is
1: this is plant proteins. I have a supplement called the Super Mega Green. so I eat plant proteins: spirulina, wheatgrass, corella, dandelion, and so I get mine. I was born and raised vegan. So I'm 39 years old, vegan all my life. And so I wanted to put on size. So what I did was I just increased my meals, increased my plant proteins, and I I did resistance training. So I trained heavier, moderate to heavy weight. And I did that over the years. I, I saw that I increased my size. I ate more meals. Smaller portions, but I ate more meals. But I kept my diet clean. I didn't have to use any steroids, any supplements. But it's it's you, it's, you have to be very committed. But I would encourage no, totally. men that you don't have to necessarily go to those extreme yeah. routes to be healthy and fit. Right. But yeah. do you
0: think do you think we have a tolerance for men? And I'm asking the ladies yeah, this specifically. Okay, yeah. Do you think we have a tolerance? There, there's there's more of a tolerance for men who are overweight or who are large or big than there is for women
3: definitely we just had on twitter it was big big guy twitter uh uh-huh. day and then uh <laughs> women were posting as a fat girl twitter or plus girl twitter and some of those women were being shamed while while all the men were we'll getting so much love oh i got a the big male man <laughs> twitter uh hashtag has got me uh fanning myself so i don't think that is
1: sis like what, 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 When, when th- women are I not celebrated I think since the
3: beginning of time It's right. just been more socially accepted For men to be larger than women right. I think it's a shame that If a man uh, loves a a fuller woman And they're like Let's say they're a skinnier guy Or they're a celebrity guy right. They almost feel ashamed To publicly be with her There are some some yeah. men Whoa, yes. that's crazy Hold on, yeah. One yeah. Second. That hold on Hold on She Hold on Hold on That, she, she that hit that, on Let's show about that
0: We're going to get the
2: therapist on this one. The funny part about it is, in regards to like women being celebrated, well, men being celebrated and not the women, a part of it is just our stereotypes of what a man is and what a woman is. We want a man of strength, right? And brawn. We want them to be machismo. And then on the other end, we want a dainty woman who's kind of going to know her place and can just follow behind in Mm. a sense. Or a trophy. Or a A trophy. trophy. Yeah, and that's literally exactly what they're looking for. And I think that's one of the reasons why some hashtags are celebrated and some women
0: are literally body shamed. But why is it okay for like you? You know that whole thing called the dad bod. Mm-hmm. The dad bod is okay. You got the little you know spare mm-hmm. tire yeah. and the whole thing. <laughs> but the mom bod is not okay.
3: But see, this is why I you start know these to women have these ba- men who uh, on my social media who celebrate and appreciate women of all different sizes right, right. Uh, from. They appreciate skinny women just as much as they appreciate uh, fat women or or curvy women, and um, those are the people who I appreciate. So I'm not getting a screwed perception right. of oh, I only like the girl who has a size twenty three waist and thirty six hip. I, I, Do you know how hard and unattainable that is? It's very. Hard. Let, let, let
1: me let me drop a bomb on you. All men in this country that are attracted to women always had a closeted crush on bigger women, curvier women, all, all men, all, they didn't come out and say, I think now, when you see, no, 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 it goes into what y'all were talking about as far as, far as perception and cultural norms and society pressures. I, I'm against it as far as not being out about it, you know, celebrating women of all, all, all ethnicities, all shapes and sizes. What I'm saying is that the interesting about it is all men are, Always love bigger women. They just now starting to celebrate it now. That's so now you see more men coming out online and, and forming these communities and, and men who probably 10 years ago wouldn't really celebrate it, now they're coming out. And they, I, I think they wouldn't we, I, talk about it. I think it's I think it's really great now that more men are saying that, hey, you know, we can love women of all aspects. And when you said about size 14, if most women in this country are size 14, then Th- that's, that's these are our women, like, normal, yeah. but, but yeah. what about? The, I
2: don't even want to just put it on the men judging women. i was but just going to ask you about the women. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's shaming absolutely. actually. Absolutely. When I pay attention on social media, mm. it's coming from other women, like hashtag snap snapback and all this what stuff. A snapback is literally when a woman gets back to her same size she was right. or better before she had a baby. And I'm a mom mm-hmm. of a two year old, and I work with various different women from various mm-hmm. different cultures, and they have this obsession with getting back to their own healthier self before not really eat, giving themselves. The time to even naturally heal mm. after having oh, a good Yeah, point. Wow. Or, or it's also
3: women have these unattainable goals of trying to get back to the size of where they were when they were in high school.
1: Wow. Not realizing
3: your high school body <laughs> is totally different right, from your grown woman point. body. Right. My grown woman body is a size 14. My high school body was a size 6. Right. I'm, I, I will never be a size 6 again. And I'm okay with that. Mm. I
2: love the grown woman body that I have now. And some of the models actually that you're seeing in these images that appear to be distorted are 15 years old. Mm -hmm. So you're a (laughs) 30-year-old McConstruct. Totally. (laughs) Totally. That's a big part of it too. Totally. But what about
0: what about the acceptance? Like how do you encourage somebody that, that you know has, you know, it's it's really a health issue. And to encourage them to take positive steps for their health without making them feel bad where they are. I think it's literally to meet them where they are is ultimately where
2: it's necessary. To teach them that you are... I love you, I care about you, and I just want you to be healthy. Not focusing yeah. on the calories and the weight, and that's a part of the problem. We're just so focused on the number mm-hmm. rather than the physical fitness she, of it. She, she's hitting it. I in totally, yeah. so, totally agree
3: with you there. Because yeah. I have uh, women who come to my my life of a working model boot camp. And some of them really do want to get into modeling. But I do know that they're past a weight that they can be to really professionally model. Yeah. And I tell them, look... I I don't want you to lose weight for modeling. I want you to lose weight for yourself, for your health. I want you to when you feel better about your your weight and how you look, the world feels all of that. So if you can just work on being a healthier person, healthier in mind, body and spirit, it'll change your life. And I told them, look, I love you and I want the best for you. I just want you to be your best health. Your best health. Yeah, That's how it to, all comes to, down to, to, to their, health. To yeah. their,
1: both of their points, what I usually do with my clients um, is that uh, the, when we do any wellness program, the first 30 days before they start any eating, we I take them through a self-love and appreciation uh, program. Uh, program and program. I want to I talk you know, about that and because, that steps because you have to you know really get into the culture of loving and appreciating yourself and I'm yeah. going to stop you on that yeah, and okay. we're going
0: to take a break when we come back okay. when we come back we're going to talk yeah. about solutions and also tips from our panel about how you can deal with any issues you might be having if you're suffering from negative body image stereotypes we'll be right back. What
1: it do what it do man it's your boy Roscoe Dash and this is the Street Soldier with Lisa Evers man real
3: issues
0: real politics real people only on Hot 97 let's do it. Welcome back to Street Soldiers I'm your host Lisa Evers and In this episode, we are focusing on body image stereotypes and how to counter some of the negative reactions you get when you're just being yourself. Joining us for this discussion, LaShawn Paul. She's a licensed clinical social worker. Her website is socialworkdiva.com and she's a mental health advocate. Also with us, Supernova Slam. He's hip-hop's medicine man, a hip-hop artist himself. His website is wellnesssalute.com, and he's a health and wellness expert and author of the book, The Remedy. Also with us, you have seen her in many magazine campaigns, ad campaigns, TV, films. Lyris Cross, she's one of the top plus models. She's the owner of the business Life of a Working Model Boot Camp, and her website is lyrisc.com. Let's talk about the social media trolling that goes on mm. when you do decide to just be who you are and show it and live your life, like the girl that went to the prom.
3: Yes, there was a young lady who went to the prom, and um, she was a, a obese young lady, but Just because she went to the prom doesn't mean you take her picture and make a meme out of it and you degrade her. She's allowed to go to the prom and feel good about herself. Uh, The beautiful thing was there were a lot of people who were putting her down and demeaning her. But then there was all these different celebs from reality stars to different brands and companies who then came behind her and said, you know, we love you. We're so proud of you. You looked beautiful at your prom. And they built her back up. Mm. And that's that's one of the beautiful things about social media. They took something that was a negative and then they turned it around and
0: made it a positive. And turned it into a positive. LaShawn, what about the uh, mental strengthening things that you can do? I I always say that it, the mental strength, strengthening stuff
2: should begin in childhood, but if mm-hmm. it doesn't, you can start now, right? Mm-hmm. And I, in childhood, we all think that we're great until someone tells us we're not, right? Rather mm-hmm. if it's media or our parents or whatever, someone in school or whatever. And part of the mental strengthening is for you to say, I am enough, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the campaign that I was like getting ready to start and launch next month is I am enough and literally from the time you understand that, you can move forward and function in our society and ignore and silence all of the other noise that's going to tell you otherwise that you're not there's people a lot know, of adults that need to hear that message too i am enough
0: oh yeah, yeah. no absolu- absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. and supernova what about with from for men that feel you know they, maybe their partner or, or their family members or parent or people around them are like always making fun of them because they're fat
1: you know, um,
0: like how do you, how do you, how do you, what's step one?
1: Step one is, um, what I do with, um, the men, um, is I have them put together, uh, called the list 21, give me 21 reasons why you feel that you're awesome, where you at. And so most times people focus on the negative, right? And they, 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 they know hey, I got 30, I got 35 because I never thought of myself as awesome based upon my, my negative aspect. So they're like
0: taking inventory so, so the first, of their the, positive the first, characteristics. The, the key
1: thing is inventory. So the first seven days when I work with a client is is we go through various um, self-love and appreciation rituals. You know what I'm saying? Put them on tasks. So another task I say, hey, is there anything in your house or your environment that needs to be let go? Unblock. Part of you is blocked mentally and emotionally. Right. So just it may be things that you may be hoarding in your life. There may be a metaphor for things that's showing up in your life or inside of you. So I take them through those different various exercises to start to free up the possibility. Get them thinking outside of the, the box the box that they've been in. And then filling it up with possibility of love and appreciation. Once that's established, then, then now they're filled up with um all things like then now they're feeling great. They're feeling that they, they start to change their mental attitude. People around them start to reflect how they feel about themselves. And and so that you said we to feed it. And and that's them, feed. The key, that the key thing is feed. <laughs> so, so now now you can begin to put a nutritional plan based on the new attitude. Basically new like
0: a- what story are you telling yourself? Yes. Liris, you're yes. a beautiful model mm-hmm. but do you ever have days where you're just kind of like I hate this, I hate this, this isn't working. My, You know, like... Look, sometimes I ha- I can have a whole month of that
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to keep it completely real. I always say, as human beings, we have a size that we like to be at. And I'm a woman; I fluctuate. Sometimes I'm heavier. Sometimes I'm a little lighter. You all have the skinny jeans, yeah. the uh, exactly, and the I, line jeans, and
0: then the middle jeans that we exactly usually just wear leggings, most of the time. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, For I exactly. don't and know leggings. Size. Exactly. I don't trust the leggings. I, yeah. go, I go by the jeans yeah. without the stretch. <laughs> That's why I, know, I don't
3: like that. If I'm feeling. Um, If I'm feeling out of shape or I'm heavier than usual, I just have a real talk with myself and say, you know, what is going on inside of me Mm. that is causing me to carry this extra weight Mm. and what can I do and change about that? So then I start to make um, more changes wow. because it's usually I'm um, something is out of sync in my moderation. Mm. Cause I think everything is great in life with well, moderation. Yeah. Right. So yeah. um just little tips that I usually give in my boot camp. I only keep water in my house. I don't keep soda or juice in my mm. house at all. Um, I don't buy a big tub of ice cream. I may buy an ice cream cone while I'm out. Mm. That keeps me from getting a whole bowl of ice cream and sitting in front of the house or um, From I, having it there, if you get upset or you're just yeah. bored, or yeah, 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 just like if you have soda in your house, you're pouring cup after cup after cup, right? Rather than if you just bought one glass of ginger ale when you were at lunch. Mm. Mm. You know, so it's just those little things, those little mm. modifications and that I, I start to those do. Those little
1: modifications help a lot. Going, yeah. Ahead. Instead
2: yeah. of uh, taking the elevator, take the stairs. Yeah. I think yeah. a big little part things. of it is the is the mindfulness that so mm. she's mentioning, mindfulness, right? Yeah. Mindfulness is so important. Um, one is replacing those negative thoughts that you do have about yourself, but also then with in regards to the modifications.
0: But let me ask, let me ask you this, Lashawn, because you know we're talking about solutions here and talking right. about things that we can all do to strengthen ourselves. The issue with kids, I just want to talk about that. Touch on that briefly. We We have a huge obesity problem, especially in our communities with our children. And then a lot of times, though, you will see an obese child and the parent will be obese. So it's like, what do you tell those or sometimes not? And sometimes the parent is just... You know, this is bad. I, the other day I was in the pizza shop like, what and I do saw you do? a child like, with a hoverboard going to
2: buy orange soda and chips and he's on the hoverboard and he was, to me, at 10 years old was morbidly obese for his age, right? <sighs> and what we do is then, a part of it, what New York City is doing right now to solve that problem is they're putting in pre-K Classes to teach you how to eat healthy. So sometimes it's not only the parents, but it's the community and the tribe that you build that teaches those health and wellness education you, you stuff. You are
1: right on it. Um, with with the organization I work with, the Future Project, um, and in, in in Newark, in some of the schools I work in, I uh, the teachers and the principal allow me to come into the classes and do a wellness one-on-one workshops. We talk, we will we'll show like a clip of a, a um a documentary. We'll break it down, get the feedback from the young people. We will talk about what they eat on a normal basis, and then we'll do juicing in the classroom. You know, I'll do juicing with them. I um, I find out. I do a survey to find out what are your favorite fruits. So they'll say, oh, I like mangoes. I like apple juice. So then we'll take the mangoes and apple juice, and then I'll add the superfoods, the superfood right, supplements the superfood I have, greens. and we add scoop of that. And like, oh my God, it's green! over it's green! But I say, just take a sip. Oh my gosh, This yeah. tastes like this is crack, you know <laughs> and, and they love it. So now you start to meet them where they at. You start right. to incorporate, right. meet someone where they at, and encourage them where they at. And then a lot encourage their journey to go. See, it's a journey, not destination. Mm-hmm. And I think if we try to just go for the weight loss or the dieting instead of empowering someone, it's just a temporary way, lifestyle. This is a, this is a life. You want to have a fortified, empowering life, and that's what we want to inspire each other to be.
3: And I, th- I think it's really great that they're starting to re-educate people about nutrition. Because I remember one time I was hanging out with a girlfriend of mine who just went to get a colonic and then we went to eat and then she ordered chicken quesadillas. <laughs> the and after I said,
2: a
1: colonic,
3: You're after even a colonic, kind of, that's kind of heavy. Even but she felt as though no, no. But the thing is, she felt as though since she was getting yeah. chicken, out. she she thought oh well, it's only chicken and like uh, corn tortilla, you know, uh, corn tortilla. It's really thin. It's not a whole bunch of bread and stuff. And I'm like, no, but. That just showed me that she needed to be re-educated right. about nutrition. <laughs> yes. She
0: didn't know. Yeah. And yeah. what about the, the, the nutrition and the, the, the physical health in terms of mental health? And then some of the other issues that we see with, with um, you know, people acting out with acts of violence. Well, is there a connection there? I believe, like,
2: the food completely affects our just the way our brain functions. Like yes. That's, like, I'm a firm believer in that and holistic wellness. Yes. And, like, I went to, um, it's called Harlem Grown this weekend, where they're teaching children mm. exactly how to harvest food, where Harlem is considered a food desert. There's no actual crops or cultivating of that, right? So those are things and we have to support those small businesses and not-for-profits. And that's something that, regardless of if you're maybe not doing it and you can't affect the child directly, it's to Send the
0: dollars, do something, and get involved in that way. And to help them, Supernova, what about the um, changes have you seen mentally in some of the people that you have worked with?
1: Well, when, when, when I help give them alternatives from the processed white sugar, that's the biggest thing. A lot of our kids, they load up in sugar. They don't eat. What I see in the students with the Future Project is that they'll come in in the morning not eating any breakfast and go to the bodega and just get a whole bunch of sugar to keep them up in class. By the third period, they already, they, 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 They're you know, flying. The, the processed white sugar cuts the oxygen flow to the brain. So now they now they now they, they tie it. And so it's a so, so yo-yo effect. So by the time, fifth or sixth period, they're already checked out, you know? So when I find out that we, we give them healthier alternatives to where they're at, they have more energy, they're more fortified. You know, that's what I said. When I introduced the greens to them, and they say, oh, oh, I got more energy. Now I can go to basketball practice today. Now I can run track. You got some more of those greens? Now you're starting to, you, you know, I, what I do, I don't demonize where they're at. I just try to educate them about alternatives. Like, you see, you see the effects of something like that. Yeah, you're right, brother. I see the connection between them. I'm more hyped and I am have no energy. Then you say, well, try this. You know, I feel good. I feel better. So instead of demonizing someone's diet or where they may have been, you know, you show them healthy, encourage encourage them through alternatives. You know, I try to do that more. And I see the the shift.
3: I think it's great that you said not demonizing their diet and where they are, because I think a lot of people who are um, overweight and going through health issues, Hmm. they feel as though people are like, oh, why are you eating that? Like people are so hard on them. So how you said you just try to introduce to them other options.
0: Yeah. That's great, and that is key. Yeah, because that does happen. People, mm-hmm. you'll see somebody. I saw, I saw recently at an event, mm-hmm. at the, the man was eating a roll. He was very, he was obese, mm-hmm. and uh, his, the, his partner, somebody said, "Hey, he tell him he shouldn't be eating that." And I was like, "What? That's, Are you yeah. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, how how rude can you get?" Lisa,
1: you know, to, I'm sorry, real quick. said, yeah. you know, to your point, you said, "Is America going to become a place where we don't love ourselves?" Right. Ultimately, well, we're never enough. Well, we're just, just never just, good we, enough. With just the Donald Trump's tagline, "Make America Great Again," how would you? When you look at it just from a societal perspective, coast to coast, what will make us great again? Or great er right, or just tap into the greater, great, greater, greater, greater right, greater right is would, 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 <laughs> be, would be would We're be would be tip. not to judge each other or demonize each other, but find unique ways to encourage each other. You know, and I think that if we can create a, 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 a construct in our community again where we actually encourage each other to do the best we can do. That's how the great shows up, and, you know? and
0: also to L- Lyris with the with the beauty aspect of it. Yes, so being a top model, there there's some women that that will say that are you know at your level and that mm-hmm. are out there. they'll say you know what i focus on certain i have certain things that i know are really really good that are always good and i focus on those and i celebrate those but do you have any beauty advice that you want to share with us or beauty tips or
3: yes actually uh well i just talked about the water water is so key drink lots and lots of water i agree also uh facials i think women should definitely get facials at least once a month i think um um it just c- helps to clean out the skin. And, you know, everything is about your face and your your presentation and your right. face. So when we start to take care of our face, that enhances our beauty. Uh, the water already helps because it flushes out all the toxins. And um, also take time to just um, take care of yourself. You know, if you can't always afford to go get a pedicure, maybe you get it once a month. Uh, get your nails done. Do the little things that make you happy. And, um don't feel as you only have one body so make sure that you take care of it if you feel as though wow my, my back is always hurting maybe you need to go uh get a massage right you need to take care of yourself and know that you your you
0: and your body are important and what about what about the um the industry the fashion industry as a whole because we interviewed a mother and daughter mm-hmm. the teenage daughter and she was she was pretty tall and pretty big mm-hmm. and she the mother was like you know finding clothes for her is mm-hmm. that she likes that are appropriate for a high school girl mm-hmm. you know is really really tough do you see any changes with that in the industry where definitely. there's like more stylish things for, for plus size oh
3: definitely we have um, Ashley Nell Tempton who was the winner of Project Runways uh, last season I actually walked in the runway show for her during New York Fashion Week and she is the first plus size winner to win Project Runway mm. she just released oh, her clothing line through J.C. Penney's, and she is young, fun, and funky. You also have brands like Torrid. You have uh, Fashion a Figure. You have great brands that are out there who definitely have a youthful edge. You just gotta get out there and search. And yeah. the mom and the you know Very
2: interesting to me. Um, like I think capitalism is a fabric of our society, and there's this market that has been underserved for so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm for supply and demand. It didn't, doesn't even make sense that they've been excluded. Mm. Um, um, mm. but obviously in order to have us believe these thoughts about ourselves we have to say be this and there's only one image so that mm. you can buy more and consume more and that's a part of the problem and that is a
0: part of the problem I, part mm-hmm. of the problem is we're out of time but I want to thank all Aww. of you thank for you. this awesome episode thank of you, Street Lisa. Soldiers LaShawn Paul Supernova Slam, and Liras Cross thank you all so very very much thank you. Thank I really you. appreciate it and also I just want to say um, on a personal note we send our condolences and our sympathies to Janelle Pickens to the family of Ching to everybody who loved him, his family, his friends, and his fans. Uh, there was a memorial. The one-year anniversary since he was murdered uh, was this past week. And I was out there at the memorial. We were talking about it on Hot 97 with Megan Wright. And uh, I talked with Janelle and I have to give that widow and that w- incredible mother and woman credit because she says no matter what, she's gonna continue to fight for justice. Mm. She wants the killer of her husband and the father of her children caught. So if you know anything, you can call TIPS. It really is anonymous. 1-800-577-TIPS, or you can hit me up. You know how to get me on Twitter, Instagram, all those different ways. My email is up there. My phone number is up there. And get in touch with me if you don't want to talk to the police or talk to the officials. But somebody out there really knows something. And for that family, and his mother too, for uh, his mother Veronica Clinton, they really want some closure on this. Because uh, it's not a good feeling when you know that the man that uh, or the person that took your Husband's life is is still out there. That's not a good feeling when you have little children in the house. So uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Janelli and with Veronica and with all the kids and those closest to him. And uh, on that note, R.I.P. Chinks. And I want to thank my whole crew here at Hot 97, um, my executive producer, Tone Capone, associate producer, Rose Daniels, digital producer, Mia Bell, uh, digital assistant, T.J. Charles, on the boards, and our own personal street soldiers, DJ, the one and only Michael Medium, and also my whole Fox 5 crew executive producer, Chris Sobel, producer, Jeff Gessoff, our production director, Brian Quinn, cameraman extraordinaire, uh, Moro Bertoli. Follow him on Instagram at Monkfish Films. Damani Robinson also with us. And of course, our news director, Byron Harmon, for making this show possible. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.